Yo, it's Trey D back again with a We Love Wrestling Spot Weekend Edition. We are in tag team territory. Today, we're talking to the tag team of the main event, consisting of Duke Davis and Gannon Jones Jr. We get into a good conversation. We find out about them. So let's not even wait on it. Let's go right into it. This is our conversation in tag team territory with the main event. Join us back here on Wednesday for our Women on Wednesday with Ray Lynn. Yo, what's going on? This is Duke Davis. This is uh, Gannon Jones Jr. We are the main event. I love wrestling. And if you love wrestling, we love wrestling. wrestling. Yeah, welcome to the We Love Wrestling Spot. My name is Trady today. This, this, This is different for me. So when we started this, not this past June, but June 2020. People ask me, like, is there a team you want to talk to? A couple of years ago, I saw this move called the Flea Flicker. Mm. And I was like, who is these two big big dudes doing this move right here that's moving like this in this match? It's on Facebook. So, you know, got able to see more of them and seeing more of them. And this is the main event. I mean, like, for us, it's the main event. But their names is also the main event. They already told you we have Duke Davis, Gannon Jones Jr., a, a, a tag team that moves like they shouldn't move for their size. I'm just happy that they're here. How are you doing, guys? Doing good. I'm doing good. Good. Man, good. Happy to happy be here. here. Yeah. I'm happy that you all are here. You know, starting off our year with the main event. Yep. Main event. We might go downhill from here, but it's a lot of tag teams out here. <laughs> but um, the first question I always ask before we get into it is. Why do you love wrestling or what started your love for wrestling? Yeah, I mean, you know, I feel like, um, you know, our, our paths are, are somewhat similar um, in, in, a, in a way. I know for me personally, um, you know, the, the short story of it is, you know, uh, I used to go hang out with my aunt, uh, my great aunt. So she was my great grandma's sister. And, uh, you know, she was a big uh, wrestling fan. Uh, most specifically, Lex Luger. She just thought he was good-looking, in shape. She just loved him. That was that was her guy. So when I would go over, I would uh, always watch wrestling with her, and she would just be all gaga, hard eyes over Lex Luger. And I thought it would be funny to just cheer against him. So every time he wrestled, I cheer for the bad guy, and it just it pissed her off. She she was like, "Oh, Gary, what are you, what are you doing? How are you cheering against?" My man Lex, I'm like, well, because I like the other guy. And then from that point on, that, that kind of started my love of wrestling, but also my love of heels. So I just, from that point, just like all the bad guys. Um, I just got at an early age, I thought it was cool to like the, the bad guys. And that kind of started that. So um, I do blame my great uh, aunt for introducing wrestling to me. And uh, and and getting me kind of into it, and and that was WCW. So that that's what she would watch. So that's what I grew up watching. So during the the you know late nineties when the the war was going on, I was a WCW kid. So Stone Cold Rock Triple H, I was not worried about any of that. I was NWO Sting, you know Goldberg, and and all that good stuff. So I had to pick a side. I was WCW. Hey, what about you, dude? 
Yeah, uh, shoot, a little bit of the same with like Gannon, like you know what I mean. Like my grandmother was the first one to really introduce me to wrestling. You know what I mean? I was one of these little kids just running around, little bad, little bad kids. You know what I mean? And uh, she sent me down one day, and I was she was watching. Uh, at the time, it was like NWA. Uh, and before it became, I think it was NWA, but they like called it WCW World Championship Wrestling. But yeah, it was really NWA. Uh, and uh, she made me watch it, man. Um, I remember watching like Ric Flair was up there cutting a promo, and uh, he was like spazzing out, going crazy. And I was like, What's this? And she was like, Wrestling, sit down and watch it. And uh, it's one of those situations was like, you know, as a kid, like, you know, you used to watch cartoons or like, you know, going outside and stuff like that. And it was really just cartoons for as a kid. But like when she introduced wrestling to me, it was like something brand new, like opened my brain up to like a whole different world and shit. So like, I'm sorry, I cussed. Sorry. Right. You can be yourself. We ain't find my nobody, right? Nah, All be right. yourself. <laughs> just making sure. Like she opened up my brain and everything to, to a whole new world. And after that, it was just like uh, every weekend, with my grandma, we would just watch wrestling. You know what I mean? It became like a our thing. You know what I mean? Our, you know, every child has their different uh, communication with their grandmother and their parents. That was our communication. Was uh, she she broke down wrestling to me uh, at an early age, and she was like, "You can't be no bad guy. You gotta be a good guy." She loved good guys. You know what I mean? So she was a big Dusty Rose fan. Huge Dusty Rose fan. Um, so. I, Wrestling became something that we talked about and just bonded over as a kid uh, with my grandmother for a long time. And then uh, just fell in love with it. You know what I mean? From her love with it kind of like transferred to me. You know what I'm saying? It's like the energy she had for it. Like I adopted that. And then my cousins was into it. You know what I mean? And uh, just became like a, a language between me, my grandma, and my cousin Shan. You know what I mean? And uh, especially in Virginia, that's all we really had. And uh, it just became something that we always talked about, watched, and uh, started loving it. Like I said, like he, like, say, similar again, like I didn't really watch a lot of WWE, well, at the time of WWF, until, like, because you have to watch it on cable. You know what I mean? If you ain't have USA, you ain't watching it. You know, and WCW at the time was, you know, access on, you know, regular, regular TV. So, Unless you didn't, have, if you had cable, you was one of the lucky ones. But other than that, you was like getting tapes or something like that, Blockbuster or some tape trading and stuff like that. But like, the it's taking it back a minute. <laughs> I'm dating myself really. But yeah, like, uh, that's when the love for it started. You know what I'm saying? Over time, ended, ended up being into this crazy world we call independent wrestling. All right. So, independent, let's go there. Independent wrestling. Um, stop me if I'm wrong. But did you both get started in Pittsburgh? Correct. Okay. Uh, I don't think you started at the same time, but you were training at the same school, maybe? Yeah, so yeah. Man does, my man does homework. Right. <laughs> Just a little he bit. got some notes. <laughs> Just a little bit. I, I, I don't want to – they're not always right, but I, I go into that area, then I let y'all clean it up. Oh, you're, you're right. But, yeah, we, uh, we're three – I think three years apart. Um, as far as experience goes, uh, I started in 2000, like late 2013, it was like August 2013 is when I had my first match. Um, but we were at the same, like training at the same school. So I started wrestling late 2013, was doing my singles thing, doing that, doing that. And then he started training what, 2016 or training 2000, 2015, 15. Okay. 
Yeah. And then your first match was 16. Yep. Yeah. So our first match was about three years apart. Um, yeah. So we were, we were both uh, debuted at the same place, both trained at the same place. Um, so, you know, similar, similar paths kind of, you know, led us, you know, together eventually. What's it like being in that uh, Pittsburgh, Cleveland little area there? Like it's a little bubble and people don't, if people don't know, you know, there's some good wrestling going on in that area. Yeah. There's a lot of good wrestlers. Um, I don't, I don't know. I know how, like, when you think of like high school football, like yeah, Texas, like the, the kids in Texas, I don't know what water they're drinking. I don't know what it is. <laughs> But kids in Texas are really good at football. Right. That's that's just kind of how that's just kind of how it works. Kids playing baseball in Florida, they're really good, you know. So for whatever reason, I feel like there's like little pockets all over the the country, and the Pittsburgh Cleveland one is a that's a real thing. Like there's a lot of talented people, um, regardless of who gets signed or who gets what recognition. There's a whole bunch of talent. Like in that little two-hour window between Cleveland and, and Pittsburgh, for sure. Like I, I live in uh, Indianapolis, so Pittsburgh would be like a four and a half hour trip. Mm-hmm. But then I just start seeing like the different people in the area, and I'm like, man, y'all could have like y'all own like TV show with the amount of stars that y'all got coming out of there. Um, just recently, you know, y'all was at AIW, mm-hmm. you know. And, Absolute intense wrestling. Yeah, right. yeah. I won the the ladder match. I just watched that actually earlier today. Okay. You no. Know, uh, are y'all okay with ladders? Because you know y'all was taking some some bumps. <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, we've done. We do crazy. We've done crazy matches. You know what I mean? Like we that would be our like fourth ladder match. Yeah, we've been on a few of them. Yeah, we had a few. We had a few ladder matches and a few like just you know chaotic matches. You know what I mean? Like no, no rules, like weapons and all that type of stuff. So it's, it's something that we don't do like all the time. It's not like our specialty. We're not like deathmatch wrestlers. You know what I mean? That's that's a different lane. But you know, we get a chance to get in there, do something crazy. Like we're all, you know, we're all for it. We don't normally do it. You know what I mean? Show a different layer to us. Yeah, different layers. Six man. Main mm-hmm. event, y'all faced STP. Um, now that match was crazy. Y'all was <laughs> outside the ring fighting, y'all was on stage fighting. Gannon, you was flying outside the <laughs> ring on the people. Duke, you picking people up, slamming them. I mean, like seeing y'all with STP it was like y'all was tiring over some of them, you know. Oh. Yeah. How was that match for you? Because, you know, afterwards, got a speech and everything, and, you know. It was one of my top matches for, I think it happened at the beginning of December. Yeah. Or the end of November. End of November, I think. Yeah. Yeah. November, yeah. November, yeah. Well. How y'all feel about going against STP, man? Like, that wasn't our first time seeing those boys, though. You know what I mean? Uh, we uh, we wrestled SOS, uh, Khan and Moses. We wrestled them first time. Uh, 2000, 2000, beginning of 2020 before the world uh, ended, just yeah. before before pandemic. So it was like in February. So we we first met them. We met them a year a, a year or two before that at uh, Blackcraft Wrestling as well. And uh, 
we just our path just crossed at uh, Future of Honor was once upon uh, once upon was a part of Ring of Honor. Uh, so we wrestled them in Maryland the first time, and then we wrestled them again in Ohio, uh, Columbus, I want to say. Yeah. For OWA, Ohio uh, Wrestling Alliance. Mm-hmm. And so that's then we, we wrestled in Pittsburgh. The difference was Shane was there. You know, we did a, we did a trios match. That was the first time for me getting the ring for with Shane. I think you got in the ring with Shane before, right? Technically, no. So when I first got into wrestling, he was. Big in Pittsburgh, big in Pittsburgh, big in Cleveland. This is before uh, Ring of he got signed to Ring of Honor. So on my way in, he was like finishing up what he was doing in Pittsburgh, and, and he was on his way out. So he oh, was okay. growing like he was. So I never actually got to tangle with him in any way. Like we were backstage together. He but he had his own program. He was working. Uh, so that was actually the first time I was in the ring like with him in a in a wrestling capacity. So, uh, so yeah, like that was. That was dope because we were all three, like, you know, in there, and it was cool. We had a real good match. I feel like we were, uh, I feel like we showed some people some stuff, you know what I mean? So, and we showcased one of our bros, you know what I mean? Another part of us, you know what I mean? Uh, he's more of the quiet part, but uh, Tony Johnson, Iceman, um, real good wrestler, man. Real, real good technical wrestler. He's been doing this for like 10 plus years, you know, and in, uh, in the West Virginia area. In Ohio and Pittsburgh, so like he's real, he's quiet, but he's real good. So it was real fun to get in there with him and kind of show the people more, show, show like people more of his stuff as well, like his grit and how he how he can get in there and handle his business. Mm-hmm. And then the fact that Shane, you know, got the mic and said, you know, TME is the future. That was that was pretty big for us. Tony Johnson, yo, keep doing your thing. You was out there with like a Claymore kick he did on Shane. I was like the boy getting it. He uh, he got knocked out at one point. He got, he got up. but he was doing his thing. He was yeah. uh, TME the future. Uh, AW, you know y'all been on AW a few yeah. times. Um, when y'all able, y'all get your moves in. Uh, what's it like being able to go to AW and, and work that program? Yeah, um, so we we've been uh, you know fortunate to, to have the opportunity to work there um, a few times. I'd say four or five times now. Um, down in Jacksonville, primarily. Uh, then we got to do Pittsburgh in front of my home crowd. Then we got to go to Norfolk, Virginia, in front of Duke's home crowd, um, and they really looked out for us in, in that regard. I feel like they know I'm from Pittsburgh, and me and Duke Russell were you know from Pittsburgh. We got that opportunity. They know Duke's from Norfolk, uh, West Virginia, or sorry, Norfolk, Virginia. So we got to go down there and do that um, in front of his people. So like those two opportunities are, are you know, awesome. And then all the the things we got to do down in um, Jacksonville, great. You know, everyone we met, uh, they are backstage, super helpful, super nice. Um, you know, I, I, I can't say enough good things about um, AEW. You know. I feel like people go down there and if you sound like you have too much good stuff to say, it sounds like you're just like, you know, you know, sucking up to them. But I want to say like nothing but, but positive, you know, feedback people who, uh, you know, you wouldn't expect to get feedback from, or maybe in your head, you're like, Oh, that person didn't even watch the match. Like would come up to you and have input on your match that you wouldn't expect them to watch people who, you may have idolized or watched your entire childhood come up to you and say, Hey, great match. Um, 
you know, next time maybe try this or next time maybe do that. And they walk away and you're like, that person just watched my match and care enough to seek me out, you know, to tell me what's up. Um, that doesn't happen everywhere. Um, if you're ever in an independent locker room, um, there are pockets of people who look out for each other, but as a whole, you know, it's independent. You're there for you, you know, you're there to do your thing. But uh, for whatever reason, that uh, AEW backstage, everyone seems to really feel like they're on a team. Like, if you ever been part of a basketball team or a football team, you know how that locker room environment is. Like, we're all trying to win. You know, if you're if you're a backup quarterback, you're just as excited that the first string dude threw a 40-yard touchdown for the win. Like, you won too. You're part of the team. That's how the environment feels at AEW, and it has since day one. So that, that that's a cool uh, – Cool group to be around. Mm. Okay, yeah. being around, you got some areas that you guys are going into because you know I see you in, I see you in that pocket, that two-hour pocket in Pennsylvania and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, can we get you guys like to Texas coming soon or you know mm-hmm. Chicago area? We yeah. So it's funny both those places we've we we got some some things I would, we got definitely places in both those places that we would like to work, both Chicago and Texas. There's a whole bunch of promotions in Texas. So I feel like there's a lot of opportunity down there. Um, recently we were just in up in uh, uh, Worcester, Massachusetts for beyond wrestling. Yes. Um, so Ladies and curls and yell. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, we're, we're no strangers to, to traveling. We've been out to, to, uh, Indiana as well. Um, obviously, West Virginia, Virginia, Florida, all that. So, but Chicago, absolutely. I'd love to get out to Chicago. I think we, we, we've, who, who were we, who's out there? Uh, is that, was Warrior out there? Warrior, yeah, Rest Warrior, Zelo Pro, Freelance, AAW. Hey, that's what I want to Freelance. There's some good ones out there. And then Texas, there's, a lot Texas got a lot popping up. There's a lot, so there's opportunities for sure. And I think 2022, we're gonna scratch either both of those off, both or not, you know, maybe one of those off our list for sure. But keep your eye open. We uh, we named Texas, so you know, I had some people on here from Texas. Okay, you know, they said they uh, they need to see y'all in the ring. I'm just gonna put them out there. Uh, fly death. And uh, Coach Rink, you know, y'all y'all familiar with them? Yeah, I think uh, – don't they have a match coming up? They – they just Wide up and Coach Rink? Yeah. It, it, uh, I think it came out on December 22nd. Okay. Like it might have just came out. Okay. Because I, I remember I, see, I just saw a graphic for both, for both of them. But, no, I'm definitely familiar with them. Uh, culturing, we've been trying to figure out something to, to get with them for a minute. Um, we talk every once in a while. You know, we're, we're, we're cool. We always post on each other's stuff, social media. So we're, we've been trying to make that happen. Yeah, for like the past, what, two or three years? We've been trying yeah. to I feel like as soon as they started. Figure it out. <laughs> I think the pandemic really slowed everything down. We, was, we had some stuff that we hoped was going to happen. But, yeah, Pandemic slow stuff down, but then like this year got some got some more steam, and uh, I think dates just didn't connect for us to be in the same spot. Yeah, because uh, culture in Durham, Florida, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that's where we're based out of. Yeah, I know they go to Texas quite often, but 
Yeah, we love we love getting there both of them, and we love you know good tag teams, good black tag teams, uh, even more so. So hell yeah, good black tag teams. Duke, I gotta ask you. You started this book more tag app, book or more tag teams on on Twitter, and it and it, and it blew up. Um, can you just tell like what's behind that? I mean, it's very important, but can you tell what's behind that? Uh, about the book more tag matches idea, right? Yes, sir. All right, so I give you like the uncut version. All right, right? kind of uncut. So we're coming back. We're gonna come back from uh, I think Florida or something like that. We'll come back from Florida, get home, and I'm at home. I'm going through all the all the uh, tweets and all the flyers going out for a lot of different promotions, big promotions, small promotions, whatever. And I'm like, man, all these promotions you see eight to maybe nine, and there's a lot of matches on all all these promotions, but the one they're promoting is like. All singles wrestlers, yeah. and then they'll have like one, it'd be like a tag match, but it'd be like two guys that aren't a tag team versus two guys that aren't, you know what I mean? Like two singles guys versus two singles guys. They're like, This is a tag match, like, no, it's not. That's that's two singles guys versus two singles guys. It's like that's like two one on one matches, you know what I mean? Like, it's just whatever. But it, I just kept saying it, we just kept saying it, we just kept saying it. And I was like, yo, and I was at home and I think I was uh I think I was upset. I don't know, kept saying stuff on the internet. And it's like, yo, where's the tag matches at? You know what I mean? Like, where is the where are they at? You know what I mean? Like, especially during the pandemic, I guess people are like, you know what? Let's just get a whole bunch of single guys together and let's uh let's book those guys. You know what I'm saying? Like big promotions, you know, you see it. Uh and I was just began one day and I was like, yo, they got a book more tag matches, yo. And uh I was up too late and drinking, you know, having a good time. And I was like, you know what? It was like one o'clock in the morning. I was like, who's gonna care about this? I'm just and it was like I said a whole bunch of shit. I was just like hashtag no, it's like book more tag matches, cowards. And then um people that saw liking and retweeting and whatever. And then I put our picture up. Uh, because I was like, oh, like, we we don't want it to seem like we're talking about us. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm saying in general. Because it's a lot of, like, we just named a whole bunch of new, new tag teams, like Fly Death, Culture Inc., you know what I'm saying, that can really go and really have a look to them. And they're really a tag team. You know what I mean? Like, they're really a tag <laughs> team. Teams. You know, and there's a bunch of other guys. And it's like, why are these guys getting shown? Why are these guys getting booked? Like, book more tag matches and then people just started gravitating toward it. It could have fell on his face because, I mean, algorithms, how algorithms work, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the morning, people don't normally be up like that. You know what I mean? Like, liking stuff or whatever. But I guess everybody was drunk. (laughs) 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 I guess everybody was drunk like me and shit. So I was just up, and uh, it's happened. You know, we didn't really, we didn't plan, we didn't really have no plan. It was just random tweet. But it, you know, it struck a chord. So when it struck a chord, we're like, "All right, let's run with this. Let's see what this. Let's see what we can do with this." And uh, that's pretty much what we've been doing since since uh, around like July, I think uh, July or August, when it happened, or whatever. And, like we got t-shirts up on our watermovie.net. You know, book more tag match t-shirts there. So and then we got a uh, crazy thing that happened from all of this 
commotion, you know, everywhere we go now, like a promoter says, I had to book more tag matches because what Duke and Gannon are doing. You know what I mean? And it's like, well, I guess it's working. You know what I mean? Of course, you're going to meet some, you know, some resistance. But the biggest thing I think happened from this was uh, the fact that people recognize, yeah, we need to have more, more tag matches. And we end up getting the show. You know, uh, uh, Pro Wrestling Conquest out in West Virginia, they hit us up and we're like, hey, guys, we like what you're doing. We like, we like the momentum you guys got. We want to put together a book more tag matches show. Will that be okay? And we're like, you know, yeah, <laughs> because it, it feeds into everything that we believe in. We love tag wrestling. You know, we, we love it. That's one, of our, that's one of the things we study the most, you know. Um, but when they came to us, like, yo, you guys want to do this? We're like, yeah, of course. Like, this is a great opportunity. You know, we can get more tag teams to be seen and stuff like that. And uh, I was glad that that happened. And uh, now it was like, all right, now moving into – Starting year off, getting the year off, two thousand twenty-two. Like we got, we got some stuff we're working on to, uh, to even push that even further. You know what I mean? You guys love tag team wrestling, but you didn't start together, so you started as singles, right? So how did you get together as a tag team? Oh, I, I was a creep. So like, <laughs> so check this out. <laughs> so when I first got creep? to uh, PWX, that's what we trained at um, in Pittsburgh, McKeesport. So. When I got there, they kept telling me, yo, you look like, you, not look like, because obviously we don't look alike, but like you, you remind, I reminded them of Gannon because he was tall, he had dreadlocks, you know what I mean? And um, that's the way, you know, natural moving athlete in the ring, you know what I mean? They were like, yo, and I'm like, who's Gannon? So I went home that day and I was like, I got this dude up. So I looked up Gannon Jones Jr., right? And then, uh, I found him on Facebook, right? So I was like, yo, you know, send him a friend, friend invite, whatever have you. Because I haven't met him in a, in a physical form yet. And I saw him, and in my head, I saw him, I was like, yo, he looked dope. He had like this, uh, you had a, a varsity jacket on, his name on the back. He had a lo- he had like the NBA style logo, but it was just him like pointing to his, uh, he used to do his pose like this, like, you know what I mean? Kind of like the Rob Van Dam, uh, you know, Mr. Money Night gimmick, right? So like he did that pose, right? And I was seeing, I was seeing all this lights. I was like, yo, that dude look cool, man. That could be my tag partner. <laughs> and I just said it. And then one, I think like the week later, they got a show and Gannon was there because he was, at the time, he was the heavyweight champ of uh, PWX. And uh, we just, you know, we met right then because I've been hearing about him. You know what I mean? Like, yo, man, they be talking about you a lot of practice. You know what I mean? He was like, yeah, I bet because of the hair. I was like, you know, I thought because of the black. You know what I mean? <laughs> but like we was just talking. He was like, yo, like, well, he's like, yo, like, we should be a tag team. But he, I took it as he's joking. You know what I'm saying? Because he was, he was, he was, he was doing big stuff. He was uh filming. He was that was around tough enough time, right? Yeah, so the my the dude I broke in with, my cousin Dawn, uh, he was on tough enough. They were like using my video like to promote tough enough. I had a uh, a shot with SmackDown and Raw. I had like a um, an evaluation match with WWE. So this was like all around that time. Yeah. So, so I was like, I was like, yo, I'm not even done training. I didn't even know how to do. I didn't even have a move. I was just doing 
you know, I was just hitting the ropes and taking, you know, this training. You know what I mean? I didn't have anything. You know what I mean? I ain't had no gear, nothing. Not a boot, not a shoestring. You know what I mean? I was just, you know, just training. So I'm like, he said, I was like, oh, he's joking around. You know what I mean? Fast forward uh, a year later, we're backstage and we're talking. And he was like, yo, man, we got to do this before someone else does it. You know, put two big, big guys out of college with dreadlocks together and make a tag team. Uh, because that can happen. You know what I mean? WWE does it all the time. They find they find a gimmick and they like, oh, we got we need two big guys to be together and they put them together. So like, we kind of just we was talking backstage and we was joking, but it turned into like a real progress of getting us together. You know what I'm saying? Because at the time he was singles and um, I was singles, and then. Um, we just really, we just really just, uh, we really just sacrificed for real for it. But this could have not worked at all. Like we couldn't, we couldn't went nowhere with it. But like we just sacrificed and really sat down and had a plan, uh, at least about presentation, how we want to be looked at, and then everything else kind of fell into place. It did fall into place. We love to see it. Um, <clears throat> just for the ladies, because if I don't ask, they'll be upset. Yeah, what's up with you in this water bottle, man? Man, I have no idea. So I, I don't even know why it's a thing. Like, I mean, honestly, like the, the way we, the whole way we portray ourselves as pro athletes, that so we we consider ourselves pro athletes. That's the that's what TME is. We're pro wrestling's pro athletes. So you know, come out to the ring. There's that time where Duke came out with the football helmet. You know, I came out with the on my wrist, the the quarterback sleeve with the plays on it. And I, in the middle of the match, I slam someone. I look at the my plays on my wrist and like, all right, cool suplex. You know, it was a whole sports thing. So the water bottle to me was just like, you know, just part of that. I'm like, all right, we're, we're athletes, whatever. Um, you know, fast forward, uh, dude drops the helmet, doesn't wear that anymore. I don't wear the quarterback sleeve anymore. But I was like, I still like the water bottle. I'm gonna keep that. I'm gonna keep that. So that's really all it was. And before you know it, now it's like a part of me. Like I can never get rid of it now. Um, someone made a – my water bottle has a, a damn Twitter. Yeah, are you behind that page? No. Mm. And I'm not. It's funny because Duke hit me up. I guess this water bottle page followed him. And he texted me and said, ha-ha, got the, got the follow from your water bottle page. I was like – I don't know who that is. He's like, are you kidding me? I was like, I have no <laughs> idea. I got the same follow you did. I was like, I don't know who that is. Um, they just like randomly, though. But it's cool because like the page will like share stuff of ours and like retweet stuff that we tweet out. So that's just like another, you know, person out there who's like getting our, you know, brand out there which is cool just happens to be <laughs> my water bottle who's, who's doing it and then now like even at like the AA uh AIW show you're just that um we come out to the ring and I do the whole spray thing I was doing that and, the, and it's a bar crowd so maybe that has something to do with it but I, I do my normal spray that lasts you know however long the crowd's like chug 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 I'm like damn now I gotta drink this whole ass water bottle. I throw it in the top. Usually it's just like a little, you know, for presentation. I'm like, I can't stop now. I'm squeezing it. My knuckles are turning white. 
that squeezes the whole damn water bottle out, about to choke. And then that, that same night, we ended up having two matches. We wrestled members only. You know, yeah. shout out to Calvin and Malcolm. Um, and then winning that, we got an opportunity to wrestle uh, in the main event uh, for the uh, number one contender match in the, in the ladder match. Um, I come out to the ring for that, and they're saying, this, chug, chug. I look at the crowd. I'm like, I can't do it anymore. I was like, I'm done, guys. That first match, I'll throw up. I was saying Duke on the way home. I was like, I don't know if anyone who's ever drank too much water, how you can, like, fill it you in your stomach, you hear it. You sure can feel it. And I was like, that would have been me in that damn ladder match. I was like, no, I can't. So I don't know how the water bottle became a thing, but it just did. It's one of those things that we didn't plan. You know what I mean? It just caught <laughs> yeah. on. We thought the – I thought I, – I really thought. I was like, the playbook – I was like, the playbook was really catching on. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And, but then, uh, like he said, we, we kind of like dropped that. I dropped the helmet. That's because, like, man, we was having some issues. People grabbing my helmet. People trying to, you know, everything. It was like, uh, this is too much. You know what I mean, I just want, uh, I ain't want to do all that. But the water bottle was so easy because it's in the head. It's in his head. Mm-hmm. It's, it's people can see it, and then it's like, uh, it just took on a whole thing. Like on social media, people just, you know, take things and run with it. You know, yeah, they definitely do. Uh, I was in the spaces. I was like, man, what's going on with this? And then I literally thought you made the page. No, so I, I still don't know who made the page. Like they I got the follow and I was like, man, I'm not about to do this. And it was like, we was trying to figure that out. It was like, nah, it ain't Gannon. Well, it ain't dude. It's like, and I thought it was somebody else, and then I found out it wasn't them either. So I really don't know who behind the page, but it's yeah, I don't know. And until they post something. Out of line stuff. I mean, keep doing it. We creative, but we ain't that creative. <laughs> I had no idea. You know what I mean? We had no idea. I saw I it. I was like, because I really thought, I literally was like, oh, oh cool. <laughs> serious with this? He's like, that's <laughs> not me. Yeah. And it's, it's like, crazy. And I'm, I'm actually mad I didn't think about it because I was telling Duke on Twitter, I follow a page called James Harden's Beard. And so his beard tweets out stuff. Oh, yeah. Because I'm a, I'm a big James Harden fan. So, like, to me, that's in the same vein. Like, something that belongs to someone has their own Twitter. You know, I thought that was funny. But, like, I never thought my, the damn water bottle. Was, <laughs> or Gatorade bottle, whatever it's called. Life of his own. Yeah. Uh, well, y'all, you both talked about WCW. I grew up on WCW, so I usually ask this question, but I'm going to switch it up for y'all. Um, well, I ask this first, then I go to a WCW one. Uh, the Rocker Stone Coat. That's a tough one, man. Say that, oh, wait. Say that again? The Rocker Stone Coat. The Rocker Stone Coat. Uh, I'm going to say Stone Coat. Mm. Um... Only like and they're close. They're like one A, one B. You know what I mean? Like some days I may be like the rock heavier. But I say Stone Cold because if you think about it, like Stone Cold like help catapult the rock too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Stone Cold could have felt flat. He didn't have anyone other than like Brett, but he didn't have anyone really to catapult him. He could have fell flat like easily. You know what I mean? But uh I say Stone Cold. I mean, think about his moveset. All he did was punch and kick. Yeah, yeah. And sell, and then 
hit the stunner. Yeah, I think in the same vein, like that quick edge out, I'm going to say The Rock. Uh, only for me because I felt like whenever I would watch him, I just felt more like he truly to me felt electrifying. Like that was like a like a, that felt like a real thing. Um, not that Stone Cold wasn't, but I always thought like when I watched Stone Cold, I always thought of just like the the funny white you know goofy uncle who just you know just walking around like just saying whatever the hell he wanted to say right oh and he can whoop your ass that's funny but i look at the rock like he was like to me like he's what a professional wrestler is like not like the not like a, a really good pro wrestler beer drinking redneck but like pro athlete he's the most charismatic person you'll ever meet um he's always been in great shape you know his moves are over the top which is pro wrestling um i don't know but like it is so close because like if i were to go back and watch some old stone cold stuff tonight and if we had this tomorrow my my decision might be switched but i think as of in my mind right now yeah i'll put that a slight the rock i'm just a slight though. yeah same thing if i like turn tv on like if the rock's <laughs> on television i'm watching whatever he's doing you know what yeah. i mean like it's it, true it's those two just they're just so interchangeable there is they are they really are duke random idea uh you ever thought about doing a mike tomlin main event after match promo <laughs> actually i was gonna do one uh i was gonna do like a uh a, a pre mm. And I have them play it like a pre-post-conference, pre-game, post-conference, press conference before we come out. But uh, I thought we, we agreed it's kind of be like too, it'd be too funny. Like too, like, it'd be too, people would take it for a joke. You know what I mean? So like, I don't know. <laughs> and those just come from me just being bored at home, by the way. Like, once again, something I don't think about, we just put out there, see what happens. But I thought about it, but uh, I don't know. I think we keep it. Keep it that way for a while. And see, see if it comes over to uh, wrestling. When, uh, It'd be dope if he uh, if they like retweeted or something like that. You know, what I mean? that's that's the only thing I'm hoping for. Maybe get a little retweet. That's it. Or to meet him because I never met him. He's from Virginia too. Yeah, when I saw the first one, I was like, "Yo, <laughs> I ain't seen the press conference, but this is his direct press conference because it's to the point." Yes, we did. Move on, next game. It's like, oh, okay, that's what we're doing now. But that's some, that's some funny stuff, especially on NFL Sunday. You know, you might, you gonna mess around, blow up outside of wrestling. Keep on. Hey, that's hey, that's the goal, man. That's the goal is to to bring the people that don't watch wrestling into wrestling. You know, whatever way we got to do it. You know, the game is water ball is one way. You know, what I mean that people don't watch wrestling, they just gravitate towards the water bottle because it's like everybody uses a water bottle. You know what I mean? You see it in every sport. And we can grab people for like two or three people that fall on the water bottle page. They're like, what's this water bottle? What's this wrestling? Oh, now, they, now they're part of the whole, you know what I mean, the community of wrestling now. All right. It's, it's all a bigger plan. <laughs> we're here to see it. And last question here, and then we're going to do our final spot. End of 2021, beginning 2022. How do you feel about your 2021 and, and what's on the horizon for 2022? 
uh, we was actually just reflecting on 2021. Um, I feel like it was it was a good year for sure, especially coming off of the the pandemic and not really knowing the state of anything coming in this year. You know, last year was almost a wash. You know, we, we didn't get back to we you know it shut down. Everyone shut down in March. We didn't get back to wrestling until August. And by time August comes around, all the shows you're doing the rest of 2020 are all weird, constricted shows with, you know, 10% capacity. So, like, I feel like 2020 was almost completely washed. So this year is about bouncing back. Um, you know, we've had some some really good matches uh, this year, like you were saying, um, the, the Bookmore Tag Matches thing, you know, you know came out. And we got some cool opportunities because of that. And we got to wrestle, you know, up in, you know, Massachusetts for beyond. Uh, the whole um, AEW thing came through this year. Um, AIW also started this year. Um, you know, we uh, ended the year, you know, winning our uh, hometown tag team titles uh, at IWC in Pittsburgh. Um, that was the ladder match too, wasn't it? That was another uh, TLC match, yeah. TLC. Um, we regained our tag titles in uh, Central PA for um, Imagine Wrestling, and we won the number one contenders for the tag titles at AIW in our last match of the year um, and got to wrestle members only. Again, shout out to them. Um, great kids, bright future. Um, so I, I, I do. I feel like the year was really good because I feel like this year was about um, like recovery mode. Like how do you respond to a, a shitty 2020 that – everyone experienced and like how do you do you just kind of just go through the year like oh well whatever or do you actually try to you know turn your your luck around and and, and kind of get back on course and i feel like we did um get back on course and i feel like we do have some good momentum going into the year um and kind of like how we alluded to earlier and you're asking about texas and chicago you know the plan for for 2022 is to just build on everything that we've done up until this point. You know, that's conquering new areas, wrestling, you know, teams that we want to wrestle, um, helping out new tag teams. That's a newfound love and passion of ours is, um, you know, linking up with with new teams, young teams, giving them pointers uh, because no one helped us out as a tag team when we got into this. Um, not one single team you know, there, there was teams that we came across um that we had you know we picked their brains and we got stuff but like no one really just sat us down and like or took us under their wing and was like hey you know you should try doing this or or send me your film let me let me help you out with that so uh if we can give back to other uh tag teams young tag teams um in a way that we didn't get um i feel like it, it's, it's a pay it forward thing like all right we we did it almost like you know we have kids like you know, oh, I didn't grow up with that, but I'm gonna make sure my kid, you know, doesn't grow up thinking that. Like they're gonna go on vacation every year, they're gonna have this experience and that um, because I didn't type type of deal. So, yeah, it's just building on, building on, you know, what we've been doing. Twenty twenty two, only yeah. feels like it's been two years on one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Last two years definitely rolled together. Yeah, kind of had and too much. Uh oh, <clears throat> I don't know if y'all y'all probably don't know what this spot is called, but I'm gonna take myself off camera. It's nothing oh. bad. Oh, damn, all this right here to put yourself over mode. 
this is where oh, you man. just because you know we got to put out to the people about y'all your social media um you know ways they can support you you know ways they can just show you their appreciation to the tag team the main event so you know we just ask you to put yourself over yeah, yeah man. man they want to follow us uh follow us on uh instagram at it's the main event that's i-t-s-t-h-e-m-a-n-e event uh, it's also um twitter it's the main event and also on uh youtube it's the main event and on facebook the main event um if you want to get any shirts any uh put more tab matches tme shirts or uh cool little lion shirts we got we got a bunch of shirts out you can either go to uh, prowrestlingtees.com or um and that's uh backslash it's the main event or go to uh whatamaneuver.net uh backslash tme and you can get the book more tag master shirts we're gonna upload a lot of new stuff on there in the coming months uh but yo if you see us anywhere man like on twitter duke davis tme um gannon jones jr just all one word gannon jones jr <laughs> without <laughs> twins one in Said it again. The, it'll be down in the comments. It'll be in the description. A link to the to both yeah. the uh, social media. Perfect, perfect. But but uh, other than that, man, like you know, we just want to keep doing what we're doing. You know, we just want to keep on pushing forward, uh, pushing our pushing our uh, team forward, and uh, continue stamping ourselves as one of the, one of the best tag teams out here on the independent scene, um, and just keep going. You know, we're not. That's all we want to do and help help bridge the gap for young guys coming through. Because like Gannon said, we ain't had that when we came in. We have to sit back and really learn and then pick each other, pick people's brains. We want to just help help people not have to go through like the stuff we th- went through the first couple of years when we were coming in. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to ask a real question here. Uh, both of y'all over 6'5", yes or no? Both. Exactly six five. Six five. Yeah. Yep. Upwards of two twenty. Way more. I weigh two sixty five. Two sixty five. Two sixty five. Yep. All right. We some big boys, man. We yeah. eat. Yeah. We about to get there. When Christmas cookies are coming out. Right. Y'all some big boys. Yeah, I have moments y'all in the ring with some of these little people and be like, man, I will toss this little moment. Just like <laughs> Because I'm not going to lie to you. I saw y'all on the AEW show, and I was like, man, they could toss these dudes if they wanted to. But they, do y'all yeah. ever, like, get the, I know y'all professional, but do y'all ever feel that moment like, man, I should toss one of these dudes, like, on an indie show or somewhere, somebody try to get at you? You know what? Um, again, we're we're, uh, we're pro athletes, so we, we're, we, we respect everyone who's in the ring with us. Um, you know, we obviously look at dudes who are smaller than us, and we know we're stronger than them, better than them, more powerful than them. But at the same time, if you told me, uh, you know, Kane was wrestling Shawn Michaels, at no point do I think Kane's winning that match. I don't think just because he's bigger, stronger, more powerful – I look at who's better of a wrestler. So, you know, when people see us in the ring with smaller guys, I don't want them to automatically assume that we should win because I feel like that puts us at an advantage. I heard uh, one time um, someone was talking about Big Show, and they said um, his whole career is at a disadvantage. Um, Reason being is he's so big that when he wins, it's like 
well, yeah, you're seven foot tall, 500 pounds. You should win and no credits given to him. But when he loses, they're like, how the hell you lose? You seven foot, 500 pounds. You can't win for shit. So, um, you know, we, we don't go into matches thinking like that. Uh, oh, this guy's small. Let me just toss him because um, he's probably faster than us. He's probably quicker than us, more shiftier than us. Um, so, you know, everyone has their advantages out here. Um, so, no, I mean, we, we respect the, the dude across the ring from us. And, uh, you know, if we think we're better, we're, we're going to do what we got to do to win. But, no, big or small, you know, uh, that's, that's pro wrestling, especially in 2021. There's really no size limits anymore. Well, what I'm saying is Duke gaining you in the ring. Right. Y'all, y'all having your match. Everything going good. And it get a little testy. And dude just slaps you. Bam. Like for real, for real, slaps you. Okay. How do you keep your calm? Because <laughs> you know, Duke. You know, when you in the ring, you. Oh, I mean, if I saw that on the street, I'd be like, Nah, bro, we good. I ain't even messing with you like that. But you know, <laughs> how you keep that calmness? Because you know, not I'm not saying somebody smaller. We know you automatically gonna win because you know it's wrestling and, you, right. and the story that you tell. Right, but you know, you had anybody push you to that point where you like, man, I could hurt this dude right now. Uh, yeah, but like it was more so uh, not trying to. <clears throat> it's more like a situation where like uh, in inadvertent disrespect. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like not wanting to. to they they were okay with losing or whatever, but not wanting to like work work with us in a match, you know what I mean? Something like that. But nothing nothing to the point where I feel like he's disrespecting me, slapping in my face, something like that. Like we don't get that type of disrespect. We don't get like um I I heard horror stories from people before. We don't we don't ever come across dudes that don't want to uh put on a good entertaining uh match and want to do what you're supposed to do in the wrestling and be professional. You know what I mean? We don't we don't have those now I'm not saying that it won't happen, you know, knock on wood. But it hasn't happened, you know. And like I said, we we're we're grown men, you know what I mean. At the end of the day, and uh, we know how to help someone uh, do business. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, and I and I feel like a lot of that stems from how you present yourself before the match even starts. So, I feel like the way we carry ourselves and the way we handle our business, uh, at no point does anyone who gets in the ring with us feel like, man, I'm, I'm gonna just go for it. I'm gonna just I'm gonna just test them. <laughs> One, because they know, you know, how we carry ourselves. And then back to your original point, we are both six foot five, 260 plus pounds. So, like, they could try it. Uh, we probably keep it kosher in the ring and when the bell rings, but we share the same locker room. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. You fans might not see the, the aftermath, but, you know, yeah. we'll keep it professional out there, but we share the same locker room. But we pride ourselves on our professionalism. You know what I mean? Like if we if we ever had it, said we've had people like not be disrespectful, like we hate you, we're not going to but but like you know, you have people that you gotta talk to, like, look, man, you know, have a real real heart to heart conversation if you have to. But we haven't came across anybody that we need to hunt down in the locker room or something like that. Like because at the end of the day, like again, it said we all gonna get dressed back here, you know. You don't have to see it. Unless your car is sitting out in the parking lot, already <laughs> gassed up, ready to go, and you're going to hop in there and run off. 
We all got to come back through this curtain, man. So let's let's do let's do let's let's do what we came to do. You know what I mean? Let's do what we came to do. Keep it professional in this in this working environment because you know what I mean. That's what we came to do. Work for the fans. Twenty twenty two. They came to work for the fans. Uh, Warrior Wrestling. I see y'all expanding out. If y'all expanding out, y'all got people from Pittsburgh out there. The main event. You know who I'm talking to because you watch these. Uh, AAW. You expanding the new talent. The main event. Y'all got them tag titles out there. Y'all tag division right now kind of in a array, but that's neither here or there. But this is a good tag team you can bring in from the Midwest. Uh, Jay Rose, Naptown All-Pro here in Indianapolis. I don't know if you talk to him, but the main event, probably somebody y'all need to get at. Florida companies. Texas companies. This is your main event right here. It's a lot of tag teams out here. Book more tag teams. Book more tag matches. Book the main event. Main, I'll, I can't even let y'all leave without doing that. Is there three tag teams? Because everybody come on, they name three tag teams. Do you got three tag teams you want to face in the coming year? Three teams in 2022. Ah. That's a good one. Um. <clears throat> I would I would say you know because we've been trying to get these guys man I would say culture ain't yeah uh, that I would definitely say culture ain't because we've been trying to like we've been trying to we've been trying we we definitely been trying you know um, we don't do lists either like we just whoever whoever's at the building whoever's ready to wrestle let's go you know what I mean uh, but culture would, say, would be I would say culture would be number one on the list yeah because we've been trying to make it work somehow both both teams you know what i mean we've been trying they've been trying we've been trying it just hasn't happened yeah it hasn't happened um i would say uh now that uh they're technically free agents um there's really no barrier um we've been wanting to wrestle the briscoes for a minute yeah them um, we got a lot of respect for them and they're they're one of our favorites um that would be awesome so i know they're floating around out there who knows when they get snatched up, um, but time being, they can do whatever they want. So um, we would love that. That'd be awesome. So I would definitely throw them on that list. Um, and a third team, man. I want to do this for the money too. I want to do this in a, at AEW though, uh, for real, on Dynamite, and I'm gonna say FTR. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I don't want to wrestle these guys in other place. You know what I mean. I want to wrestle them anywhere, anywhere but under the the bright lights and a thousand people in in the seats, and that's FTRs. Period. So we gotta do our job to get there. Uh, You know, the Briscoes are on the independent, so we can we can possibly we can cross paths with them. You know what I mean? Uh, They're not signed yet; they're still on independent. So like, we can run into them. You know, Culture Inc. I would say those three. That's a tight list. Uh, of course, you, you know, we got other people that we like to wrestle, like Young Bucks and, you know, other dream matches and stuff like that. But yeah. right now, yeah. I would say, like, you know, Briscoes. Is, Briscoes, I, now I'm thinking about even more. Briscoes may be number one for it. Just <laughs> because we met them a couple other, we met them a couple times at RH and uh, uh, backstage stuff. But, like, every time we see them, we're like, yo, we got to yeah, wrestle man. these guys, man. They out here. Um, (laughs) 
evil owner in Florida. They said they've been trying two to three years to make the match happen. Set it up. Set it up. We love wrestling. Put it on. Let's make it happen. You know who right. I'm talking to. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Coach Rink need a new pre- new tag team to face down there. And you know, we travel. You know, they they travel, and we done brought in a lot of teams, a lot of people. So you know what I'm saying. Let's get the main event down to Florida. All right. Ooh, we yeah, got to do it. Cause y'all done said it. The main event then said it. 2022, the match is gonna happen. When it happened, just know. Yes. All right. Let me get out of here before I say too much. But we are gonna make this match happen this year <laughs> <laughs> by hook or by crook. This match is gonna happen some type of way. Yeah, for um, sure. For sure. Gannon, Duke, thank y'all for giving me this time. You know, starting the year with the main event. This is our main event. I mean, we coming from shooters don't die. Y'all done seen culturing fly death after the main event. I won't tell y'all who's coming after them. Hopefully, uh, they're still available. But if they're not, we'll just have a short talk with them, how much they could give. But since the main event is here, I'm telling y'all, Facebook group, they right here. Y'all asked about them. They right here. Right here. So, you know, like I always say, if I love wrestling and you love wrestling, then we love wrestling. It's too sweet. Ah. What a coach. I love wrestling and you love wrestling, then we You're not here, you missing out. Cause this show is some shit.